Here we go. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know, like touch a fly, was it moving? Like, no, nah, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Oh boy! The wop wop wop. You fucking blew it. That's idling. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Moped Money Podcast. It's another week. We're here doing the thing again. If you've never heard us before, this is a podcast that has to do with mopeds and the American culture and, you know, the ups and downs, the ins and outs, and all the little nicks and crannies of it. So, this is episode 185. We're still rolling, still kicking it, and, dude, I'm just, like, I'm pumped to get back into it. Last last week, we did a recap on the Daggers rally, which was sick. It was a good time. We got to talk about rallies and that whole aspect of it and catching up and doing this thing that we all love that we haven't been able to do for a while. So that was really fun and got to do it with all the friends. And tonight we're we're in here solo in the studio locally because uh, everyone could not hang after last week. They got wasted and drank way too many PBRs and everyone's all hungover and feeling shitty after podcasting all night. But, you know, if you if you listen, you, you, you got to hear it all. <sighs> and we kind of talked about it a little bit last week, the whole like South Florida racing scene and how uh, this mystery man, you know, came down from Ohio and took him on as well as uh, Tampa Steve and a couple other people, you know, and it was crazy to watch on the Internet. We're just like, dude, this is this is, this is wild. If you listen to the episode, we had Tyrone. AKA King Snake on the podcast on episode 139. I I think I I think I looked it up earlier to like be like, oh, I gotta have this on deck so everyone can know. But uh yeah, it was like episode 139. So if you go back in the podcast, you can listen to the one with King Snake and kind of hear a little bit more about the Florida racing scene. But today we have the man, I'm calling him uh Big Ohio, aka Craig Scott on the podcast. Why don't you say what's up, dude? How's it going? Cool, cool, cool. You hear me all right? Yeah, man, I can hear you fine. All right, cool, man. So, Craig, dude, like, you want to kind of tell everyone who you are and where you're from, and kind of let let's let's get to know you, man. How'd you get into mopeds? Yeah, Craig Scott. I live uh, I live by the Cincinnati airport right now. Originally from Columbus, and uh, I got it my first moped when I was 14 years old. So, um, it was Batavis top tank, 25 mile an hour, red Batavis. So it looked, you know, really fast. Obviously it's not. And all I wanted to do then is all I want to do now is that let's go faster. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, every, anybody would be pumped to get a moped at 14 years old. That's like the dream it's like you have a bike and you can go around and you have a little bit of freedom and now you have like powered wheels like with a motor well it was 1980 so that's when these were built right 77 to 81 was the hot well i just had to be 14 and the thing that made it cool for us in ohio i don't know the rest of the country but we didn't have to wear helmets so we could be 14 now they may have changed that and it wasn't cool anymore once you turn 16 because you're trying to pick up girls that's not having on a moped when you're, you know, competition has cars, but 
you know, we were right in the thick of it. Yeah. And uh, so I was just really lucky to grow up at that time. And, and that's, you know, how I was introduced. I, I had one from 14 uh, up until close to 16. And then it was, you know, I sold it. And that's what led me back into it is I looked for that moped. I remember who I sold it to. And I went to look for that moped because I was just kind of uh, gathering things my dad had, had bought me and I couldn't find it. Yeah. And I went on a quest to find a Batavish top tank moped. And I found one in St. Louis, restored it. It's probably the prettiest moped I have. Like, it, it's I took it to Mako. I mean, but at the end of the day, it went thirty. Yeah, it goes thirty. That's like, like, a, so, like a true moped. Yeah, it's, it's it, I got a yellow one in, in the research. I, I stumbled across one that had forty nine, forty five miles on it. it. I mean, the the tools are still in the plastic. I had to pick that up, you know. So I had two Batavas top tank mopeds, just mint, but they didn't go fast. Yeah, and. uh I guess, so, you know, I wanted to go faster. A friend of mine, Troy Bruss, was buying NC50s. So he kitted those. But uh, I got my taste of the Hobbit. I saw a guy in Florida riding the Hobbit around. It wasn't Tyrone. Somebody in Tampa, a nurse or something, going 65. So Nick, I bought my first. Probably who's Nick, that? Nick Clavin. No, he's up in Syracuse. Um, this guy was like in Florida. and he's, he, I think he was a nurse. Okay. He was saying he's he's got the fastest hobbies. You got to go way back on yeah. you know it's, but um, it led me to buy my first hobbit from a guy named Andrew um, Johnson, and so you know and that's I wanted to make it faster. And uh, King Snake was like you know the king of the videos, you know back then when I'm thinking about you know making my you know hobbit faster, mm-hmm. um, and so. Uh, we're going. Uh, pod- let's slow it down, bro. You're going like warp speed. I'm we're fly- going we're flying through. Minutes. We're right. flying we'll through. We'll the interview in five minutes. <laughs> Dude, I yeah, love it. Andrew Andrew Johnson spent an afternoon with me, Jason, mm-hmm. and I went over there with an NC50 that didn't run, and he helped me build rebuild it. He he spent some time with me, and that's all it took was like it made me want to work on these, and I bought the Hobbit from him, and. Um, so how old were you of, when you were getting when you were getting back into this? Like when you started looking for the a year and a half ago. I'm I'm a 56 year old man. I started getting back to watch 54. It's that, a year and a half ago. So that's what I want to see, dude. It's like it's like you were you were 14 years old and you got like you got your first moped, and I'm sure like your young your friends and everyone else you know you knew probably were. Yeah, we all too. had it. Oh yeah, the the fastest one in the neighborhood was a Blanco, which I had to buy. <laughs> of course, I have one. I haven't fixed it up. But the V1 ruled. Yeah. Uh, my buddy had an Indian that went like 35. It took forever to get there. There was 20-mile-an-hour mopeds. But we all, yeah, a lot of us, you know. Uh, and I was, there was people older than me. I hung out with guys older than me. So um, they were at the tail end of it when I was getting in. They were seniors when I was a sophomore. And that would have been like, I'm in eighth grade. They're in tenth grade. Yeah. I'm in, you know. So that's. But that was it was it was awesome back then. But all I wanted to do is go faster back then, and I had a, a beautiful looking moped that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> so you had this like long time off and this long time away. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't thought. I never thought. About, I got a Harley. You know, I bought an 03 Fat Boy. I got a Fat Boy. I mean, I got other things. I never really thought about moped as a hobby. Like I'm, yeah. I'm the furthest thing from a uh, gearhead you would call it or mm-hmm. just a combustion engine right? i didn't i didn't get i didn't get brass ass i'll go have somebody work on it i take my harley to the dealer 
Yeah. I take my cars. You know what I mean? I wasn't. So it wasn't until, you know, I got on this whole moped thing as a hobby. I bought, I bought 28 in a year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, that's crazy. 28 mopeds in one year. Was this yeah, like I haven't, and I year? didn't. I haven't bought any this year. Was that so all the year all, you got back in? That was basically I got a taste of it. You know the Batavises, mm-hmm. and then I had to have every NC fifty color. I bought a couple Hobbits, and then I was just off. I got you know the I want. I wanted to. Yeah, I got Pugo. I mean, my the, let's hear the st- let's hear the stable, dude. Let, of what you can recall, just from memory, what's in the stable right now? And I got this. I got this. Scorpion, I'm working on. Um, I still got, you know, I I don't work on the engines. I've sent a couple to Tomahawk. One's at Detroit Mopeds right now. Um, he's working on a Zaw 50. He's had it for a minute. Mm-hmm. If he's listening, uh, <laughs> Ryan you know, Ryan built my stage six. Nothing against. Uh, I know Detroit Mopeds is busy. You know, expanding. Yeah. I don't have any. Um, but you know, Ryan's the one that built that stage six. Yeah, I remember seeing Tom. the the videos you was posting. Ryan, this is Ryan Go for everyone who doesn't know. Ryan Go from uh, Crank Pipes built the the stage six motor. I remember seeing it in his stories when he was working on it. Yeah, and Tomahawk built me a mo. He put the Tomahawk put the Euro kit on an mo one, mm-hmm. and right now he's got a uh, Hobbit engine. He recommended the Athena, and he's going to deck it and port it. So I'm gonna have a fend a pretty fast. I got I got four hobbits. Three yeah. of them are running. Um, so Man, I'm yeah, a, I'm the, a hobbit guy for sure. So like you know, I know I have respect for Athena kits. I think Athenas are sick. Like I think the Metro kit is a little faster than that. And then I think that Stage Six is like the 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 top dog on the Hobbit right now. Yeah. Well, there's one of them I haven't kitted yet, so maybe that one will be the Metro you know kit, but. I mean, I didn't know what I, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I do what I. I mean, I can bolt on, right? Mm-hmm. And I can drop the needle or change the needle or change the jet. But I have, I'm not a built, rebuilt a crane, and so like I guess the hardcore guys is like, yeah, he's a bolt on Charlie. He doesn't know what he's doing, and I I, I don't. Well, I'll be just, the first to admit. Well, you just got back into it. So how long from when you when you got these Badavis when you got the Badavis set, and then till now, how long's that been? Like a year and a half. That's insane. Like, so a year and a half back in the mopeds and you're 28 bikes deep and just getting like crazy motors built, which is it. That's wild. But like, you have to, you, you have a passion for it. I can tell that and much. Oh, I love it. But what it got to be work. Cause Stokes, so the whole history with you guys and uh, your podcast was, you know, I, I was wanting to go fast, but of course you can't, Miss Tyrone on yeah. you know I mean there you hate him you love him there's a lot of people that hate him it, he's not it, a bad guy he's, he's great like, but he was, it's entertainment dude and he's doing dude, that's what, what dude, that's what I'm saying he's like uh he's, he's like you know racer would do look I, I I love here's another here's a parallel I love Motor Trend and I can't I can't watch enough of this them slamming a 67 on a brand new chassis and. I just love Iron Resurrection. Ken Diggett's my, probably my favorite. I went and saw his shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I can't. I'm not doing four pans. I'm not fucking interiors and all that shit. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like a, a car? Yeah. But man, the, but once this the the bridge, the bridge is a fifty cc moped. Yeah. It's a anyone fifty cc. Anyone 50 can afford CC, to work on a moped. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, go spend $3,000 and come down to Miami and race. Yeah. You could be in on the sport and be come out of the crowd and shock people. $3,000 so, in a car, you're, you're, you're barely, you're there. You're, barely you're, you're the racing. <laughs> you're, you're racing in South Florida. So, you know, I've, I've watched, you know, him and I saw that I listened to the podcast. I wrote down everything. I wrote down, I listened to it twice. And I heard, heard you guys talk about Ryan on somebody, you know, like he's the fastest at a rally. Nobody can keep up with this Ryan. And I've already bought a pipe from the guy. I was just I there, dude. He, I, just, I just saw him in, in, at the Daggers rally in Ohio two weekends ago. I ain't met him yet. And, and his Hobbit still to this day, same bike he's had for years, the, the Molossi water-cooled, is still killing it. Like it's still wheeling off the line and, and going 60-plus. Like, well, he's still he's gonna, years later. He, yeah, I mean, he's helping me. He's helped me. But, you know, so I, I listened to that and I listened to him and knew that the, I, the Hobbit's fast. He's got a daily driver. And you guys were talking on that podcast. There was like three of you then. Yeah. There was like a girl and another dude. Or, yeah, Ashley you know, and Thomas. And you guys were like, hey, I bet a daily driver from one of these rallies could give you a go if you do variators. And he's like, I don't do variators. So I talked to him, but now he's doing variators because of it. You know, I talked him into it. Well, yeah, he's so got he's a, taking them on. He's got a he's got a race what people are willing to race him with. Like, you know, like I guess like, he has the whole thing. Like, you know, oh, you got to race my race or you got to race your race. Like, people are like, he doesn't want to run the you know don't want him to run the the hit you know the Nas and stuff. But it's like, if you guys think you got a bike that can take it, go, go for it. You know, yeah. take a swing. So I, I, the reason I beat my, I built my bike. I only built it for one reason. I built this yellow bike to try it's to get yellow and race. It's the yellow king snake. The, and the, I, I the my buddy Troy, yeah, my buddy Troy. When you know I was going to build it, and I told him what I was going to do, he's like, "You're crazy!" Like <laughs> you, you know, like we're nobody's kitten in fifties. He's like, "You ain't going down there and racing. You're not building this bike." And I'm like, "I'm going. I'm building it." You know, and I it was a yellow hobbit and. And I was, you know, he knew I was going to build it. He's like, you got to call that thing mongoose because the mongoose will kill the king snake. And so it's, I built it to beat him. And I hired Ryan. What I don't like about Tyrone, he didn't beat Ryan. He beat me. Yeah. It's like if he, he didn't beat every, like if if they were on Street Outlaws and they beat yes. a, a pro charger him, you don't beat every pro charger him. You beat that guy's car. Yeah. I put the thing together. I failed. I yeah. failed Nick Clavin. I failed Ryan crank pipes. I failed them because they gave me the knowledge and I'm at where I'm at today, you know, because of just listening. I'm, I would, I, you got to do it wrong. I, you know, it's just like everything else, you know, it's all trial. I'm, I have a really successful business life. I've been blessed. That's how I can afford this. But I, as I tell my reps, you got to learn by falling down. Well, yeah. in the moped world, you, you do it wrong and then you don't ever do it wrong again. Yeah, it's all you do the timing wrong, and then you do the timing right. You do this wrong, you tune the carb, and then you learn how to tune the carb. What I mean, once you do something wrong, and then you fix it, and then you don't ever do that error again. But there's a lot of going wrong going on for sure. Definitely in mopeds, you have to learn from the mistakes. Like that's that's the best way for anyone to learn, especially even even just teaching a friend or helping someone get into get into working on their own bikes. We just Especially here, we'll 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 point fingers and we'll let them do the work and we'll let them make the mistakes and then we'll point the mistakes out to them. 
that way they're seeing, you know, you're seeing what you're doing. Like diagnosing mopeds is like the tricky part. Like buying the parts and putting it together is easy, but like diagnosing like what is the cause and effect is where it's really at. Well, what was ticked me off is I've got a Hobbit with a stock crank and I, a, a Polini bolt-on kit with like a derby. Like it goes 55 all day and was running better than Mongoose was down in South Florida. So I was just so frustrated down there and I didn't, I really couldn't tune it once I got down there. Um, but it was your podcast. I listened to Ryan. I listened to Ryan's podcast. You had him on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's the guy. That's the guy right there that could build a hobbit to beat him. Now I just got to get King Snake to take that race. And now, uh, after beating me, apparently he can build any variated bike that's not nitrous. So he's opened it up. I, I made that invite, and it's private. I can't share it. Do you know how to work that thing? Because Tyrone doesn't know how to make that. Because um, I made an event. Oh, yeah. But it's private, it's private under his page. And I want to put it out there for you know, more than the 400 people, which, Hey, I give him a lot of credit. I think he made his South Florida page within a month and he's got almost 500 guys over there. So it's not, it's, you know, I mean, people want to see it. Well, eyes are definitely on what they have going, what, like what's happening down there. Like I, like I said, in the, in the moped community as a whole, like their scene and what they have going on, it's completely original to their area. Like no one else in the country is doing what they're doing. Like they're not going to rallies. They're not like the moped army. No. They're not clubs. They're all no. about drag racing bikes. They just want to drag scene. race. That's it. That's the whole scene. They want to drag the bike. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, eat some barbecue and kick dragging it. it. Hey man, the guys that came, the locals that came, they're ready to drag. It's, it's so much fun. You yeah. know, I, Hey, I, I got a Harley. So in 2003 was the anniversary. I got it in 2002 and I was new to the scene and mm-hmm. I went to, you know, that and I went to some club, you know, they, people park their bikes and look at the bikes and drink beer and, and I just wanted to ride. You know, I was never really into the whole Harley scene. I was into my Harley and my friends mm-hmm. and we would break away. It was usually a, going somewhere, the charity ride as an excuse, but we never really wanted to talk about because i didn't work on the bike i took it to you know buffalo harley here fix it whatever was wrong with the fat boy they did and um but i wasn't into it then and maybe i would be into one of y'all's rallies but i this has attracted me because of the street outlaws i saw him as uh the main character on there who's not a big chief i mean basically king snake is chief yeah and he you know big chief got kicked off because he you know you know, you can't kick Tyrone off. It's like a reality you. show. It's like it is, <laughs> dude. If I'm telling you what, if the cameras are down there, that I didn't get the. You know, you saw. I got some footage on. You have to go over there and see it because I didn't want to clog up Moped Army because I know they don't like him. But there's the one scene when I'm about ready to race Steve. I'd lost three races, mm-hmm. and they came over and the locals wanted me. They were. They wanted my money, dude. <laughs> they were trying to get me to bait. You know, bet they were baiting me into betting. They bet on every race. Yeah. Every race, there's a bet. It doesn't matter. Like, you're betting on the side. And I'm. you see me taking off, and it's like, hey, I like the back bike. He's like, $50 against you, $50 against you. I'm like, man, I'm not betting. I, I'm, I'm down $300. But that's going on every race. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. 
You know, it's, it was like it was like JJ the boss was there. Yeah, it's entertaining. Of it. Like you can't look away. And I and I don't I don't want to say that people in Moped Army, people in the 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 scene of mopeds, like dislike Tyrone. I think we all are enjoying it for what it is. That's why there's so many eyes on it. And so many people watching. Like, yeah, there might be some little shit talk on the internet, but that's because it's the internet. Like, you know, we all want to see more racing. We all want to see who's gonna pull up and who's gonna take them down. Or, or, you know, that's that's why it's hot right now. That's why everyone's interested in what's happening. So you want to tell us uh, a little bit about, like, about your bike? Like, where where it came yeah. from, like, where you got the Hobbit to begin with, and, like, how you yeah, the, went about going, going to get it built? Yeah, so, well, the first Hobbit I bought again was from uh, Andrew Johnson, and um, I still have it in Slow Ride. Then I built Grandmama. It's the one I bought out of Michigan. But I bought a yellow pawn, you know, because they're the red ones. I bought the yellow one. I finally bought a yellow one at a pawn shop. And, um, you know, I, I I never wrote this bike down like it was like, you know, it wasn't like a uh, something that you see on on Motor Trend where they, you know, it's in my head of what I think, I'm thinking I want. And it, it has a lot to do with King Snake, but it's going to be a hobbit. And I'm like, I got to delete the tank. You know, I want the radiator there. And I'm like, where's the gas tank going? Like, what if it's up on the back? And then I just going to buy the best of everything. Like, I'm not holding back. You know, I heard you talking on one of your podcasts about, you know, why don't more people drive around with the smart carbs? Like, I, you know, did a research like the smart car is supposed to be headed electron. So I bought the smart carb. You know, the entire tree CVT, I have it. It's not mm-hmm. on there. I panicked because I didn't have the timing right. See, I had to go backwards to learn, and I, I'm trying to tune my bike. And Trevor Moped McGrath, big a big influence on me. Yeah, he's out of Buffalo. He told me you better get the timing right first, and literally that's what I had off. So I got the timing right. Um, but you know, Nick and and Ryan have been coaching me the whole way. I went from the smart carb to a 20, TM28 to a TM24 is what I raced. I'm I shouldn't tell the competition this, but I'm back to the 28. And um, it was only after I watched a few videos. So, Jason, I'm, I don't have my timing right. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I got the timing tool, the one that uh, they got a video the, the, on. The Benetti. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I watch a two-minute effing video, and I can time it's a 2.3, bang! And Tyrone can't believe how fast I can. So I, I just watched the video. So the smart carb, I think I maxed out and I panicked. Of course, the timing wasn't right. And so I didn't think I could get it lean enough. So I called smart carb and I'm wanting to, I'm wanting to return everything to smart carb. And it's a, a girl answers the phone. I'm used to dealing with a couple guys over there. And she answers the like, What's going on? I said, man, I need a leaner rod for this carb. You know, it's just running too rich. And she's like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, well, you sent it to me 85 out. So on a smart carb, there's clicks on it. Mm-hmm. They go out to one. I didn't know they went out to one forty. Apparently, they went. They just turned eighty five out. So that's eighty five clicks to the lean. And I thought she said they said you can only go ten clicks. You can go ten clicks at a time. And so I'm taking the thing off at ninety five out, and I can go to one forty. I got forty five more adjustments to go. Crazy. So that's what I did. That's what I did today. So when I failed down there. Um, I didn't, I didn't have the shim. I panicked when I, if you know the Hobbit, you need the shim on the damn, uh, bell. 
to keep the barrier away from the, you know, far enough apart so that the belt will ride down. And I didn't have that shim. So when Nick found out, I never had talked to Nick until the night before the race. And he saw my bike and he knew it was, he said, what about the shim? I said, well, I didn't put the shim on. I just, I I just left, I deleted it. He's like, you're going to (laughs) lose. And I was like, why? And he's like, you're fourth year. Like, you're not going to beat it. So all I did when I came home, I I didn't touch that bike Mm -hmm. until last night. I'm like, I I was not, I wasn't happy. You know, I was happy. I won because I met all these people, man. And I got to tell you about Neil Owens, the, He's got the Pook Honeyhole on Savannah. He's got a hundred bikes. Um, but I just, you know, I, my bike wasn't properly tuned and I let a lot of people down. I think the whole Hobbit community and, um, you know, I feel bad, you know, for that. And that I let, I let, I let Ryan down, you know, but you know, with him holding me this thing, it wasn't fun down the stretch. You know, as far as, you know, like the deadline's coming, he's got you. I locked the race in with how, money. How much I got to go and I'm panicking between starting the build for the bike and the race. Like a lot of time. There's, there's, but there was things going on with manufacturing. I'm not going to get into it. Mm-hmm. I had three days of the bike actually running. Now, I had it together and idled, but it wouldn't go anywhere because I didn't have the timing down. So I'm just trying to tell Tyrone I'm ready. And I was so happy it was running. I got to tell them, you know, share this. The thing's running. And I would go. I went around it. I couldn't, you know, I did not post a video of me not being able to get out of the driveway. Yeah. Time, that happened. Timing's everything. So I watched that video and do that. I called Smart Car. They fixed that. And then we adjust the weights. And I'm down to 10 and a half right now. 10 and a half. And right? I was worried. grams. Yes. I mean, that is light as I've never been that light with the Deplini. And so it took off. So I got to get the carburetor. Now I can rod up. So it's holding wide throttle easily. So I'm on the 29th rod. I'll probably go back to what they gave it. They gave me with 26. And when I called them, I said, hey, I, and they, they, they had sent me a 25 in case I wasn't, you know, I was too lean. And they're like, wait, wait what? You need a, and I said, yeah, I, I need, well, I just didn't know what I was doing. And after a phone call, I could do it. So that's, you know, so I, I just, I bought the most expensive, everything I could buy. And so I don't have the treat CVT on there. I got the whole system with crank pipes rates, weights, but first I had to get the timing right now. I'm going to take care of the carb. I'm almost there on the carb. Then I'll dial on the CVT. Yeah. So I have Nick Clavin, Clavin. Mm-hmm. I call him Clavin. It's Nick Clavin. I've got him. He, I sent him a pulley. If he's running his pulley with a red, he, yeah, I he's guess like, there's some move where you do yeah. the rivets and the welding and all that. And yeah, he not rails on the. He takes down the rivets so the rear pulley closes all the way so the belt can ride up higher. And then he's running uh, the Pelini Pelini variator. Yeah, I have the plenty variator with the same setup. He's got the red spring in the pulley. I got the, but he made my pulley, and I got the plenty. He's the stainless steel pipes. He doesn't use other weights. Uh, you're breaking up a little oh. bit. All right, hang on. Is that any better? Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I'm using his stage six weights. He's recommended in that pulley. 
So he uses smaller 15 by 12. Hope I'm not giving his secrets away, but um, he uses a smaller battery. So I've only got three 3.5s in there. That's what I ran today. And I these guys from Europe will get a hold of me. They're in Belgium. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they heard it, they said, dial in, keep dialing the carb. There's more in the carb, and then go heavier on the weights. So that's Belgium calling. Yeah. And so really all my advice has come from Ryan. Nick has helped because um, I just I got tired of I just I don't want to bother Ryan. I mean, Lord, I mean, I'm just I was calling him too much. So Nick came in and then these guys from Belgium have also been helping. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the ride down there was awesome. Uh, there's a guy I met through this whole moped thing. Um, he actually sold some pooks. I, he had a bunch of bikes. He has a bunch of top tank pooks up in Savannah. And I wanted one. And um, long story short, he was looking to get rid of a lot of pooks. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I don't want them, but I bet I could get somebody to drive up there for Fort Lauderdale. So him, those two met. And Neil keeps his, he lives in, uh, Amelia, but his honey hole is in Savannah. And he was like a nurse in downtown Atlanta, and he's got some connection with Dose Cycles. Mm-hmm. So he was buying them back when nobody was into it. Yeah. And he accumulated his 100 mopeds a long time ago. And he was, he's been out, and he said it's hot now, right now. So he's gone, you know, he's going up to Savannah, getting a dozen at a time and taking them down to Ming Island and selling them. Yeah. That's so it. He's selling his, his whole. You know, and others guys that, you know, I've run into, they've just been, you know, jackers from the the real moped army. Yeah. You want to call it that? The internet one? Yeah. Yeah. I met him and bought a derby from him and, uh, you know, from Napa. And so that was cool. And it's just, everything's been great. You know, I've, I've the whole experience with you guys, you know, I'm looking for a hobby. I'm just old. You know, I'm not powerlifting anymore you know just whatever and this has really filled this void i have it's a fun um, hobby dude it's and it's not like super expensive to like get into deep and tune and buy all the bikes and collect a little pokemon you know but that's kind of what mopeds are it's like there's all these different makes and models and styles and kind of want one of everything yeah that's what i've been able to do basically buy all the bikes that i wanted I don't have this uh, Yamaha Chappie yet, but maybe I'll get that one. I had to stop. <laughs> I just had to stop because I got, I was like, I, I, I ran out of room. I got a walkout basement. I'm like out of room. I'm like, what the hell? I you know. What am I doing? I bought every color of the NC 50 just to have them. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get rid of them. I don't need them. I mean, I'm not going to ride those around. I don't, you know, going 38, 42 was fun. Um, and there's still some fun in those NC 50s. You know, to be unstable. But now, when you when you get on a derby or a souped up Hobbit, you know, um, I got a Pugo 103. All I need to do is drop a carbonet. I got a couple Mobies, a couple Pugo 103. So I want to get those Frenchies going next. Yeah, I got that Blanco with the V1. I got some V1s. I want to. And a Blanco you know, is a cool frame. Those are those are really rad bikes. Yeah, I'm really lucky to you know have the means to get you know. Even the pooks, I have, I've got three pooks. Unfortunately, two of them are Zot 50s, but, you know, Tyrone, I was asking Tyrone, I'm like, how do I convert him? He's like, how do you convert him? Hold it on there. Yeah, easy. Like, no. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't. So, you know, maybe one of the, the new port or the, probably the new port will get transferred to an E50. I bought like a, one of those new port twos. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, man, it's it's been just the relationships, you know, meeting these people. But I mean, like I've never met Nick or I've never met Ryan, and I even the phone conversation have been almost non-existent. But you're still communicating with people helping you. Yeah, and it's 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 really a pretty cool community. Aside from, I don't know why why do they keep asking? You know, this is just like the immaturity of the Moped Army. So when they get down on Tyrone, I have to like think of the source. They've been arguing about the difference between a fucking scooter and a moped for a year and a half since I started on there. <laughs> like every fucking week, every day. And I'm like, really? You guys are going to argue about that again today? I can't. I don't have time. Yeah, and I just funny. go right by it because it's it's the same. It's the same one, and somebody wants to pee on it. You know, if I, <laughs> I bought my pook that stock, it goes fifty. If you try pee in the gas tank, you know, it's that's a scooter. Put it on another page. You know, but it's the same. Yeah, the same, the, the same trolling, the same jokes. It's the same. <laughs> like man, man, this was last week. Same, same thing this week. So, but yeah, who else is doing? People come down on Tyrone a little bit about, but who else is doing quarter and eighth mile drag racing that often? All they're doing is tuning their bike to do that, putting yeah. nitrous on there, and having doing it on. I mean, for the last twenty years, they've been doing it a lot. That's what's crazy. like. You guys have your rallies, but you know, they've been doing this just as long as Moped Army's been around, which is which is insane. You know, like they've been drag racing in Florida just as long as Moped Army's been in existence, and no one knew about it. You know, that's how low key it is. They they have their whole like own thing going on, and it's cool to see. And like I like I said, everyone's interested in what's happening. So like. What was it like for you when you actually like drove down and you know, you want to tell us about your the experience like being down there and like how the racing worked out? Well, uh the drive down was great. I stopped by well like I said, I stopped by uh I didn't say anything on the you know on the podcast, but a childhood friend in Cummins, Georgia and then Neil's place in the mini island. So I took a couple of days to get down there and then I roll up and Tyrone says, come over to my house. He's got barbecue. He's also like got a barbecue business on the side mm-hmm. called Sauce Man on Instagram. And man, you know, I pull up and a welcome wagon comes out, you know, and hey, come on up. They, he calls me Craig Scott. They either call me Ohio Craig, Craig Scott. Nobody called me Craig the whole time I was there. <laughs> so he's, hey, Craig Scott, come on up here. You know, and, you know, he's got his barbecue going and i Bring out my folding chair, and uh, it's a Buckeye chair, so they don't like that. They're, <laughs> you know, my, you know, Miami Hurricane fan. Yeah. Man, he was just so nice, and uh, you know, we're just bullshitting, and he's got King Snake there, and it's just like in, you know, mo- you know, like what he posts. And uh, we have barbecue, you know, we're eating, and you know, uh, he's like, "Well, where's this bike? Where's this big dollar bike?" <laughs> so. <laughs> I've had a couple of Coronas now. And so, uh, you know, I was like, well, let me go, let me go take it off the truck. And so I took it off the truck and, you know, started up and he heard a sputter at the beginning and he, he knew he had me. Like he knew like that night there was, there's no way I was beating him the next day. And then Cleve shows up and we just are hanging out, drinking Coronas in Tyrone's front yard for three of us, you know, so it was a pretty good, pretty good first night and then the next day they're like hey you over here you know with uh 
twelve thirty, we're gonna we want to be there early. Yeah. And I said, you know, I want to test. So the three of us meet and we go behind this I don't even know if this school's open anymore. I think it's their old high school. Mm-hmm. Um because to get to Tyrone Towns, you gotta understand you go down Flamingo to Sunrise to Martin Luther King and get off and he's off sixteenth. So it's you know, when we was out in front of his house, the scene in his neighborhood is quad runners doing wheelies, two cycle dirt bikes doing wheelies, mini bikes running. And I said, Hey, this ha-, he's like every Friday and Saturday night till midnight. Just bikes so that's, everywhere. That's his that's his house. That's, that's what's going on. That's it's not really hot. Like when they hear that shit around here, they know it's me. In my neighborhood, everybody's like, "There's that dumbass with his moped." But there, you know, it's who's you know, everybody's got a bike down there, and so it was just cool. We went to the you know this track, you know, where they run them in Fort Lauderdale and behind this high school, and uh, we set up, and these dudes from the Keys were there, the guys from Miami were there. And um, it was wild. There were some alpha males, the drivers. Yeah. You know, the drivers. Uh, Miami had this driver called the Cuban. And uh, <laughs> let me tell you, I didn't call him the Cuban. He was Tony Montana. I mean, this guy was so cocky. And he goes Superman. He goes Superman. He's got the cigarette hanging out, walking around like he's McGregor. Yeah. And I was like, this is the cockiest fucking guy I've ever met. And they have these jockeys. For those who know, all little guys. They, for those who are listening, you're not sure what we're talking about. Like this scene down here, we're not, we're not kidding. This is a legit drag scene. They have jockey racers. They like, they have dog. They have men that they have raced these bikes for them. You get the lightest guy, the bravest guy, and you have them run the bike. Yeah, money, money, more is Tyrone's driver. So you ain't never racing. You're not gonna race Tyrone. You're racing. Money, Money Mark. And his name's Money Mark. I named him Money, Money Mark because he'll take your money twice. <laughs> like, this guy, is he, he doesn't, he don't lose. He's little. He's got a little brother named Worm. He's a rider. These guys all ride up. They got helmets on. The Cuban, you know, he didn't have one. You know, I was just like, where's Tony Montana's helmet? He ain't riding with one. He goes Superman with no helmet on. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, you know, uh, he tries, I believe, $25 a race to, he won't race against Tyrone or Cleve. And they, I think they pay him 50. So he probably left there with more money than anybody else. Cause I bet you money, money, Mark raced 15 races. Damn. And Warren was probably in 10. So you're looking over, I'm looking over at Tyrone's bike. He ain't on it. This guy weighs a buck 30 is riding it. He's been riding it. He's been riding his bike for 20 years. So when you get down there and you think you're racing t- some 280 pound guy on a pook, you're racing like this guy that's been racing as long as like the real street outlaws have been around longer than that. Yeah. You know, he's been, he's been racing mopeds, you know, longer than those guys on TV has been racing those cars forever. It's crazy. And, uh, yeah. And so that, you know, I saw that and, uh, so the races, you know, I tested and, uh, Tyrone just, you know, he's keeping it low key. He's not, you know, he knows he's going to win, but I'm going up and down there. I'm trying to make adjustments. And he wants us to be the first race. So we're like first off the truck. You know, like there's people are showing up. And Tampa Steve's not there yet. I hadn't met Tampa Steve, but he's a big name down there. I guess he's a big name among you guys. Like Tampa Steve's a real guy. And he's not there. Go ahead. 
I don't know if you were going to say something about Tampa, Steve. I was just saying, Tampa, Tampa's like a fairly fairly new to like a lot of us in the community too. He had that he threw a ride in Tampa two years ago, like right beginning of the pandemic, right before the pandemic hit, and that was like just a guy in Tampa. No one knew who he was, and he's like, "Yo, I'm doing a ride," and a bunch of us showed up, and you know that's where we met him. Well, he tells me he has 300 motorcycle mopeds, and he's got about a hundred mopeds, but he's got like his whole collection is about 300. So yeah, they know him down there, yeah, down there in Tampa. So he's not there. So Tyrone beats me pretty good, and then uh, you know Cleve is like poop master. They call him. Okay. He's like I'm not. Gonna, he's like I ain't gonna take your money. Go race these kids for the keys. I'm like thanks, poop master, because I was gonna be on the hook for him with two hundred. So then uh, I meet these two guys that he pooks built the bikes for him. I'm racing two more pooks. First one, the fastest one is. Rocky Ramirez. So he dusts me. You know, he gets me, you know, I give, and I said, I got, look, I got $100. I'm down to, I'll raise you for 50 and you for 50. We're their cousins. I didn't know they were cousins at the time, mm-hmm. but Rocky took my money. He didn't want it at the end because he knew my stuff wasn't tuned and he was really, they were all nice. You could see, I got a video of him just saying, don't worry about the money. It's about the friendship. I'm like, man, this is, man, I can't, I just had to, I'm having so much fun. And Danny beat me. And uh, I put it away. I put it away. I just started watching races. Well, then Steve shows up. That's when the Cuban came out. Miami started calling out the key. So you don't see the big bikes. The big bikes are gone now. You're not going to see Poop Master. You're not going to see King Snake. It's all undercard. Yeah. And it's all racing. And there is, it's, uh, I thought Fisticuffs might you know break out. It wasn't like that. But just the arguing, it went Spanish on me. <laughs> and I was just like, man, this is why people need to see this. How- people need to see this right here. Like, and it all happens. You know, 50. I got 50. I got I got 100. I got How 100 on pe- the black bike. How many people were out there? I don't know. Probably on maybe 70. That's, Not that many. That's still a lot. 70 you know, people I mean, out I, there's probably race. like 20. Yeah, we're, we're, there's probably like 25 bikes. There's probably you know five locals. There's you know, like a scooter going up and down through there. That nobody nobody wanted to race. You had the you know, the the mini bike. You know you had some auxiliary things. Some guy on a, a Kai Booster. I think that's why we got asked to leave because he came down blowing there. There probably like 180. And so you know, but there was just a lot of there. Everybody had somebody with them, and those are the ones betting. So the racers would agree, and then whoever was with the racers, then Miami would be betting against you know, the keys mm-hmm. or the keys have been against. So I lose those two races. I put the shit away and then it, then it gets great. Cause then I get to see, you know, Tony Montana racing. Pook brings his backup bikes off the truck, starts beating people with a double car bike and shit. And then Steve shows up and the big race. Then up besides me was Tampa. Steve was going to race. Tyrone actually was raced and he yeah. calls it his wife's bike. I met his wife. So sending her, sending her bike. Okay, <laughs> it's some other pookie's got souped yeah, up. The, it's the, got uh, the Corrado. Oh, here's the other thing. They're telling me I smell like a model aviation fuel. Now they're telling me it's C10, which is uh, from VSP. Mm-hmm. I I don't. I, so it's an un. They say it's unoxygenated. I looked it up and I started doing research on that, looking at it. But the oxygenated stuff, the 16 is the stuff that's powerful and cool and has all these characteristics. But they said they're running. So they're running on all their bikes. 
this shit. They don't run gas. They run VS10. You said VSP C10 is what they say. I don't know. I didn't see the bottle when I did my research because it's one's unoxygenated and the other one's oxygenated. It just seemed like the power and what the characteristics are for the other one. That's what they were getting. But I could be wrong. I don't know. It's, it's confusing, but it, it's not gas. It's not gasoline. That's not what Poopmaster or Tyrone run in, in, in any of their bikes. They run this BSP shit. Well, and here's a, he's misleading because on his podcast, he said M5. He ain't running M5. Maybe he was back on his podcast. He's not running it now. This shit turns pink. He puts the, he doesn't like a, uh, see, I'm giving his secrets away, but he doesn't like a pickle jar. It turns pink. He's got gloves on. He doesn't touch his shit, but that's in his old heavy. So, you know, Tampa Steve shows up on his pook magnum, calls it black mamba. He's going to race, you know, Tyrone. And wouldn't you know it, he beats Tyrone, you know, right out of the gate, you know, Tampa Steve wins. And, you know, there's a lot of people who don't like Tyrone from Miami in the area. So they were, like, thrilled. One guy dropped his camera. He's like, Tyrone lost. You know, he was so <laughs> excited about Tyrone losing, he couldn't even keep his thing on the race. You know, and he's he's got some non-fans of himself down there. Yeah, and so, uh, Tam- yeah, and I haven't met Tampa Steve. He's like, where's your bike? I've been seeing it. And, like, where's it at? I'm like, it's on the truck. It's, it's not tuned. He said, well, get it out. Let me see it. And, uh. He's like, well, let's, let's race. And I'm like, man, I don't, I, I don't want to race. It's, it's not working right. And I'm, I'm done. He's like, well, let's just race for free. Well, I was like, okay. So that's when, if you see the videos on the South Florida page, mm-hmm. that's when these guys came over. They'd already seen me lose three races. They're like, hey, I want to bet. They were ready to bet me and bet against me, and they were wanting to take Tampa Steve. One guy's like, I got 50. And the other guy's like, I like the black bike. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not losing. I'm, no, I had to drive away from them because they will, they were ready to take your money. And I went down there and, uh, you know, I jumped the start at first because I didn't see the starting guy there. And then we mm-hmm. turn around and then the race is on, you know, that's also on, uh, exclusively on Tyrone's page. And I ended up, I got him. I beat him. And, uh, later on, we kept racing up and down there because we got down the end. He's like, man, I, I'm having so much fun. And I, I told him, I feel, I feel like a 14 year old. Cause we just started ripping past the crowd, yeah. but the top end of that black Mamba. Yeah. I didn't have anything for him that day. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't going 68 that day. I was going, you know, high fifties and he would get me after the quarter. Um, there was some footage of that on my GoPro, but I deleted that shit. I wasn't going to make sure anybody saw that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was the whole day. And, uh, you know, we finished up, you know, everybody was done racing. And then, um, you know, he had a derby that was really quick. They got to 61 fast. Cosmo brought one. Steve yeah. did. Never Steve. And then he, uh, that's when he started, you know, racing the other bikes. And um, that's when he raced the, mo- the uh, mini bike at the end. The mini bike had beat him, his rider, a couple times. But at the very last minute, the derby beat the mini bike. Yeah, that was crazy. So, yeah, uh, racing mini bikes. <laughs> Yeah, and then end up the day we went back to Tyrone's house. It was just I had to go to the bank to pay him because I, a man of my word, I paid everybody. Um, we ended up, you know, it started raining. We beat the rain, and we're just sitting in Tyrone's garage talking about the next time I'm gonna come down there how to, to kick my ass the next time. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a it was a it was a great 
it was a great trip. More, and I've I've done some really cool things this year. Uh, gone to an AFC Championship game. I go I ski, but that topped everything. Yeah, I mean that's an experience for sure, dude. It sounds like a great time. And to see it, to see that this human drama unfolding in front of me so naturally, like you can't get this shit on TV. And it was just so raw. And uh, I loved it, man. And I'm I'm going back 10-9 to race him again. It's for $200. He's already got a couple $100. Anybody coming down there, he wants varied bikes. He wants these people to come down there and he's going to, he'll beat everybody. The secret is, I think, uh, Jason, mm-hmm. he gets to like 61 in that 220 yards. He like, he really, he like to really race, he wants to shorter to a thousand. He knows he's the strongest. I could be wrong, but I think he's like at 61 miles and 200 yards, 220 yards, and he just holds on. Like they, he fends off people. He gets there so fast. And, yeah. Other people may top out higher, but they it's just not, take longer. Yeah, to get it's there. not about that. It's about about getting there quick. He get there. I I looked up and money money was gone. I was just like, yeah, I lied. Just he's not even in sight. Gone. No, I just you know, like I said, I feel bad for. Uh, there's a lot of Hobbit people that are upset with me. <laughs> well. Well, they well they put you on your they put everyone puts you on their back. You know, we finally see someone go down here there who's not racing a pook, and everyone's excited to see it. You're like, oh shit, like let's go, like, because like when we think about it, when I think about it, I don't I don't picture an E50 beating a variated bike. Like in my mind, you know, I'm just like, yeah, what? Like, it's got to be able to take an E50 off the line, and. And they're they're pretty strong off the line with even with their E fifties. Well, they if you listen to his podcast, his sprocket in the front is tiny, and he's you know got so much power coming off the line with the you know racing fuel. He blows up. He's blown up a couple times. You know since I've you know you know when I was building my bike when it took me forever. But you got to understand, like all the other bikes, Jason were. Put them back together, bikes like powder coat this, powder coat that. The wiring's there, replace and you're done. Like I've never built a bike mm-hmm. like from the ground up, and to think about in my head where everything was going to go, and then the final product was exactly what I thought it was going to be. You know, that was you know pretty cool in itself. Yeah. And I got to you know meet Ryan and you know meet Nick and. You know, all these people along the way that, you know, helped me out to, you know, to build this thing. You know, the I met Dan, the seat guy. You know, I, he, listen, and this is what sucks is I had a system going. I was pumping these things out. You know, I had those five NC50s done in five months. Mm-hmm. And like I was getting a bike done a month. And I've got all these bikes that are backed up because all my, you know, nervous energy was thrown into trying to get Mongoose ready. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And so I got a bunch of projects that Moped Seat Guy made some of the baddest seats, you know, you've seen out there. And his work, he's man. Been, yeah, he's been killing it, man. Oh, my God. I got this Hobbit here. Just wait till I get the – I'm getting the engine back from Tomahawk. 
and I got the seat sitting here from Dan, and it's going to be it's a long seat. I can't wait to to get this thing out and you know get it back on the road. But it's the relationships. You know, there's relationships down there, and it's really the relationships. And it's really I've made a lot of relationships since the race. Um, you know, a lot of people are sending me messages asking me questions. I'm like, oh my god, you know, I I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, I've, I've I've I can put you in the right direction, but some of these questions, you know, but they'll ask me, what am I? I can tell you what I'm running. I can tell you who to contact. I can tell you if you want. I want to give all the credit to Ryan. Anything that good happens. Ryan had everything to do with it. And anything bad that happened, I had everything to do with it. So if you want, you know, the baddest pipe, he makes them. I mean, his pipe was going 68 miles to, on a bike that isn't really finely tuned. Yeah. So you're, the so, full setup on your bike, you want to you wanna tell everyone what it is? Or can you recall? Like, yeah, it's a, it's a 28. It's got the – it's got a – it's got his 28 intake. So crank pipe intake. Yeah, so I got the crank pipe intake, the V-Force. I got a 28 um, smart carb on there right now. That's what took off today with the 68, just like bang. And it's got a, what is it, 28, 29, I'll call them needles, um, rod. Yeah. And then I'm like 120 out. To 140, so I still have. I got to find out whether I can lean that carb out so bad, and I'm gonna blow, blow my bike up. So I don't want to do that. Um, it's got the MLM frame. It's got the Pliny variator. It's got the Extreme Bell with a. Yeah, the Treat Bell. It's got Nick's um, pulley, on the and uh, you know, what is it? The 800 Treats belt. Um, the contra holding it all in there. I got the thing that you know tries to hold the pulling in. Yeah. Um, what else? The HPI ignition mini rotor. Um, yeah, the mini rotor, which took me a while to get tuned in. And I got it. So, so today, end of the day. What's, um, what what clutch thought, springs? It's the it's the it's the Euro clutch and they're yellow. The, okay, the, you gotta get a dose cycle. Yeah, dose Euro clutch. Got it. Yo, and uh, there's a guy that's reached out to me that wants me to use his custom KTM clutch. He said for the Hobbit, he wants me to try it. So somebody wants me to try a KTM clutch they made for the Hobbit. And I'm like, yeah. Um, what? Well, I mean, I guess is that's pretty much everything I can think of. Yeah, and then the, and the stage six kit. Yeah. Stage six, it's a, and I, you know, I sent that to Ryan. You know, it's not what Ryan does. You know, Ryan does pipes and intakes, um, but I knew he could do it, yeah. and you know, so um, that's who I couldn't have built that motor, put the crank in it, and done all the shit he did. And if I did, I'd, I'd have you know screwed it up. So I sent it to him, you know, because he's the best. Yeah, I, I don't know who Andy Thompson is. Andy's, I Andy's, yeah, Andy, Andy's right up there too. Andy, when it comes to hobbits, yeah, I heard he's, yeah. yeah, he's a god. Apparently, of the hobbit order. So, what? Some final moves I can make, um, if you will, is now that I've got the carburetor leaned out, I can rod up down. Excuse me. So basically, it's holding wide open throttle easily right now, 
and I, it's only because I finally got it lean enough, and now I can rod down, which are, or it would be jetting up. I can throw more fuel at it, mm-hmm. and that's what I need to do, you know. And then I'll start working on the treats pulley I have with a red spring in it. Um, I know once, you know, the timing's right and the carbs right and the weights are right. I'm probably gonna go with try that pulley again. And I may try the treats variator pulley again. Yeah, that's what I'm running right now. Hello? I think we lost him, man. Um, Craig, you still there? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we lost you for a second there. That was weird. Yeah, I got totally frustrated on the the entire CVT. And I gave it up to treat CVT, and really it was the timing in the carburetor. Yeah. So I panicked and switched all that out and put Nick's pulley on there and a bleeding. When I really, that wasn't the problem. But I knew that worked because that's what's all my other hobbits. Yeah. You know, I, well, that pulley works and that works. And they all so work. I just and it's, it's all a matter of like getting the one part dialed at a time, like you said. Like yeah. timing's got to be so, right, then your jetting's got to be right, then your variator's got to be right. Like once you set the pulley, you're matching the pulley, the variator to whatever pulley you're running. Right, and so I'll get back. I think uh, nothing against Nick's pulley because I, you know, it, it just went 16 miles an hour today. Thank you, Nick. Uh, but maybe you know, once I get the carb dialed in, which I'm on track to now, um, then I'll. I'll probably go back to the treats variator with Ryan's weights mm-hmm. and probably back to try to go back to the treats, red spring, most aggressive, whatever the hell that thing is. Yeah. Yeah. And so that'll be my, you know, final tune moves. And then hopefully by that time, you know, I'm ready for Tyrone. I do want to talk to some people about different fuels, you know, you know, without blowing my bike up. Um, and, but everybody's been so there's just been only a few people that are i guess dicks you know like you're just gonna have that anywhere yeah that's the, but the vast majority vast majority of moped people man you know thanks for becoming like the fifth stage of friends the high school the college the work friends the you know neighborhood friend like and then and oh oh late in life you pick up moped friends yeah my pet friends are the best friends. <laughs> I, I mean, this like dude, Andrew Johnson had me at his house. The guy that got me just he set aside time for me, and he had a he had a honey hole himself. Mm-hmm. It's like look at all these bikes in South Southern Indiana. That couple hours, his wife's pregnant, and I had bought a Hobbit from him, and I'm bringing him a I'm bringing him an NC fifty to fix. I said, man, this doesn't run. He said, well, bring it over. And he didn't want to take my Venmo money, but I was just like, man, he he got me hooked. Yeah. And uh, ever since then, you know, I've bought a shit ton of tools. My house is full of these effing things, and uh, I just I'm I'm going to be glad to get away from mongoose for a minute and just work on the fun bikes. Get the Blanco going. Get the I bought this. Look, I didn't know Kalamazoo was a honey hole. My mm-hmm. God. Oh yeah. There's a guy up there named Craig Crenshaw. I went to his house and bought a AMF uh, B1. But at the same time, I bought this Pugo 103. It's green. It's 
it's beautiful, yeah. Jason. It's it's a gorgeous bike. I love a one. I spent, dude. I started in the French game. Yeah, and I spent way too much on it, but it was it was so pretty. And I went to go buy Craig's and pick a bike up from him. He said, "What else did you get when you were in town?" And I said, "Well, let me show you what's in the truck." Because I put his in the back of the truck because mm-hmm. I had this. And it was so he's like, "I sold her that bike." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, he, I told her never get rid of that. I'm like, he didn't, she didn't want to. I just spent $1,100 on that. I've never spent $1,100 on a moped in my life. They're all four, three, four, five hundred bucks. Yeah. And I went, but it was so, it's so pretty. And all, all it needs is a carb, Jason. And I've been so obsessed, you know, with Mongoose. I haven't put the the 14 carb on there, just, just to drive it around. And the, and the Derby, uh, that changed the game too because I got that from the Jackers out in California. And, uh, mm-hmm. The first time I rode that, the Derby variant, man, that's different than the rest of my life. Yeah, I, that I thing put, is so solid. I put the Derby right, like right there with Hobbits. Like I put it probably above Hobbit just because I cause I feel like the build quality of a Derby out the box is like stout. Like they're very sturdy. Yeah, I live in a um. I can walk out of my house. I live on a, you know, incline. I don't have a sump pump and I got to, you know, I can, I got a sliding, I can walk right out of the back door. And I usually have to push my bikes, you know, up the hill. And then and I got on that thing and I was like, this seems like a. Okay, guys, we're back. We, that was crazy. The power legit went out on my entire street and we lost. <laughs> we, it was crazy, but we're back. Everything's up. We saved the backup, and yeah, we're back in it, man. Craig, so you got that derby. I think that's where we left off. Yeah, I just I uh, got a derby. It's, I I want more. I've cut myself off of buying any mopeds. I will be selling some NC fifties though, because um, the derby just I I rode that, and it's just different than the rest of the mopeds. And I don't know if we discussed like what ended today's session. But, um, you know, I'm driving out up down the 42, the main road out here where I live. Mm-hmm. And the, I lost the, the pulley, the, uh, the nut on the HBI blew off. Oh, and then they, there went the, the, the flywheel. Well, the flywheel was fine, but I lost the, the bolt and then I lost the, uh, it runs the pump. There's oh, a yeah, belt yeah. on there. So that flew off. So I thought I just lost, like, the, you know, I thought I just lost the belt. Cause it, but it did stop running. So I was like, man, that's weird, you know. And I didn't examine it until later. And I looked, I'm like, damn, the whole bolt's gone. So Ryan makes them. He's yeah. going to send me a couple. But that's what ended today's session. I uh, I don't know that I'd stop, but I, I lost the bolt off of that. HPI that runs the Pelini pump that runs the, yeah, the water. water. The radiator. What are you running in your radiator? Just straight water? No, no. I got the, I run all Bell Ray. Cause okay. I, I, so I had that dirt bike growing up and, uh, I had a, I had a RM 250. That was the last bike I had. It got stole out of my garage when I was in college, but we ran Bell Ray religiously. And I know that's not like in the moped world. It's, it seems to be hams. Amsoil was it? Uh, Amsoil. Yeah, so that seems to be more popular. But I still run Bell Ray T two racing, and I but the coolant's Bell Ray too. Okay, it's, it's like a coolant Bell Ray coolant, 
And uh, there's no leaks, which I'm happy to report. Um, each stage, Jason, you just think like there's like this immovable object ahead of you because mm-hmm. you're doing something for the first time, and that's how it felt. And I just encourage people that haven't, maybe they haven't gotten to mopeds because they're afraid of like a motor or something. But it's that's really been the, that's been like the most fun is the, uh, you know, the stuff I wanted to pay somebody to do when you do it yourself. Like I'm the engineer of the thing, you know, who engineers your moped? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm the final assembly of the thing. Yeah. So that's what makes it like, that makes it great too. I haven't talked to any friends into the hobby. <laughs> so I feel like you could. You got enough bikes, man. If you got some extras, just put them on one. Well, they want me. They want mine. You know, <laughs> they want to buy one. And I'm like, hey, I. the other part of it is that, hey, I had an almost uh, bad experience here in my neighborhood because there's a guy across the street when I was getting the NC50s going and we'd ride around. He loved it. Well, I went and asked him to ride the one day. and I, He might have had a beer or two. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ran in. He he. And we don't have dirt bikes, but I gave him, I gave him the NC50, and he hits the throttle. He's not on it, and the thing popped. Like you know, and we're not even out of the driveway. I'm like, hey, you are you okay? Are you? Okay? And so, and so now I don't even want you know, just the liabilities and stuff. I don't want my bike failing on somebody i mean if it fails on me it's okay i don't need it you know falling apart on somebody else you know what i mean yeah yeah that's always a, a feeling everyone has with a loaner like the brakes work the handlebars good is everything tight shakedown test yeah and i gotta work on mongoose's brakes because they're not great and that's probably not the right bike the worst brakes is i don't have the damn again it's new so the, i got a front disc on there mm-hmm and I've tried to bleed that thing three or four times now. I don't, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I've read, I watch videos, and so I got the back brake working with the Hobbit, but the front brake isn't working that good. I'm, I mean, it's just another. I need to watch a video, blah blah blah, get it done, and then I'll, I won't have that question anymore. True. So it's like the rest of it. So what are your mopeds? I'm like, I've been trying to windle down. Like I probably, I had 12 or 13 a couple weeks ago. Um, I just got rid of some, but like I, I have the ones like I'm working. I'm at that point where I, I just want to work on the bikes that I, that I know I want to keep. Like I'm trying to collect the bikes that I know I, I will never get rid of. Um, I got a, a Peugeot Fox. It's a, it's a, nice. it's got a one Oh three, it runs off one Oh three cylinders, but it's a, like a rare bike, like single side swing arm, mono shock. It's kind of the same thing as a Wallaroo, but just a different body. And that was a, like an engagement gift that a lot of my friends in the community, like got me. Um, I have a Derby box that I picked up from one of the buzzards in, in South Carolina on Charlie. And that's probably the most expensive moped I ever, I ever bought. Like, but it's, rare another like import from dose um i have a red variant that is kind of like on the back burner like i'm on the fence if i want to sell it or not do i need two derbies <laughs> and then i have like i still have like three or four hobbits i have one with like you know all the bells and whistles like all the little treats parts all the mlm stuff the fancy stuff and then i have a black one like a couple others just kicking around and then i got a cobra 
And, you know, I got parts. Is it Cobra an E50? Yeah, Cobra. my Cobra's got an E50 on it. It came with a ZA when I bought it, and I put on an E50. And that's, like, nothing crazy. Just a cleaning kit. I think, uh, like, MLM pipe or something. Like, not, like, really wild. It's just like kind of like a mild build. Like, you know, it does the things it's supposed to do. Like, my wife wrote it a lot. And then uh, I have a Moby that I, like, I want to, like, build, like, all out. Like, all the bells and whistles, all the fancy stuff. But it's just, like, in the corner, you know, collecting dust while, like, a box of parts slowly grows. And I don't know, a lot of, lot of bikes. Mopeds are fun. Like, I'm really, I'm still into them, you know, just as much now as I, you know, was 10 years ago. And sometimes I ride the slow bike. And then, like, when you get on your fast bike and, you know, that power band kicks in and you get the, your, your knees are in the breeze. Like, you know, you get that enjoyment and the smile just comes on your face. It's hard to, it's a hard feeling to, like, you know, explain to people who've never felt it. They uh they opened a bar here by me not that long ago, and it's got the garage doors on it. It's called the Blind Squirrel, and I don't ride my. See, my Harley's a two thousand three Fat Boy anniversary. It's it's got it all. It's chromed out, and I ride it uh with less than less than a thousand miles a year. And I rode it up there, you know, had a beer, you know, left nothing you know really to talk of um i rode my hobbit up there a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and i parked in the parking lot and it's it's it's, it's called slow ride but it has a 105 on it it's got a 21 carb you know the 21 10 it's got 105 you know it does 53 54 easily oh damn i'm afraid i'm gonna break the stock crank but it's zippy as hell and I pull in there, and, you know, the, the garage doors are open. So people are looking out there, and I've never, you know, I've taken it to Orange Theory, which that's a whole other riot. Um, but, you know, I pull up, and I go in, and I'm just drinking at the bar. And I look over, and I can see the Harley guys. They're with their hats on backwards. They're with their girls. And I don't, I don't talk to them, but I'm just sitting there, and I'm having my Guinness. And when they left... They left and they all went out and circled my bike mm-hmm. and they were talking about my moped. Now I'm not going to run out there and say, Hey, yeah, it's my moped. Look at it. <laughs> but they were just checking it out and talking about it. And you know, the girls were asking what it was and shit. I could just see. And then they, they got on their shit and left. But my Harley doesn't get that attention is that that did that day. And it's just, it's cool that, you know, I'm bringing these things back to life. They're, you know, originally, just to bring something back to life that goes twice as fast as its intended speed, people don't understand it. So, like, when I'm going 50 miles an hour on my Hobbit, or 55 miles an hour on my Hobbit, or I'm going 55 miles an hour on a, on a Harley, it's not the same. I mean, it, yeah, it's all cool to be going fast on a motorcycle, but you go that same speed on a moped, and it's going twice its intended speed. And it feels yeah, like man, it's faster. Oh my God! The sensation, like you don't, you, unless you did it, you don't get it. And I feel like that's the same way about Tyrone's racing. You know, it's easy to like judge or think that you know maybe they're doing it wrong. Or I hear these people saying, "Well, you got to drive to a rally." 
to drive 60 miles, then race. I'm like, I don't even want to be on my Harley 60 miles, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about driving around and rallying 60 miles? So, I mean, everybody's just, you know, there should just be platforms to meet people. And the moped is the bridge. Yeah. That's it. Like I said, we had like there's the whole like MotoGP, like moped GP thing going around. And that's so cool we too, man. The track stuff, and that's cool, but that's its that's its own thing. And I I really think that like Tyrone and them could grow what they I know what they have is their own thing and they're doing it, but I think if they hosted like a like a like a crazy track event, like, you know, somewhere legit with like, you know, safety measures involved. So like I think a lot more people would come out and be like be involved in it. Well, first of at all, least, at least once a year, I think people, I think they could get a ton of people to come out. Look, I think if I got to get this thing public, I think there'll be a hundred people at this next thing. I don't know if there'll be a hundred bikes, but they, they're in South Florida. They're not poop racing. There's South Florida racing. They'll take on whoever. They just happen to ride poops. And so I, I feel like they're the king of where they are and what they do. But they really could open it up to everybody else because they're taking on variated bikes. Mm-hmm. And so it's bigger than Tyrone. It could be, I told Tyrone this, you know, after being there and experiencing it, because I just want other people to feel what I felt, that whole, the adrenaline of being there. And I kind of don't, the whole, look, the one race, cars were coming the other way. Okay. Cars are coming the other fucking way and we're racing. We're, is this is not a sanction. It is outside. It's an open street. We ain't supposed to be doing what we're doing. Race. And so that's what makes it so real that the cops came on at the end. And I got him on. He said, all right, it's time to go. And I was like, he's on his intercom telling us to go home. He's not in a, he's not at arrest, but it's, it's illegal what we're doing. Yeah. And that's what is wild about it. So I think it's going to be more isolated next time. He needs to, you know, especially the event that I've created. If he doesn't, if I can't make that public, I'll have to recreate it. But he's opening it up to, you know, other varied bikes, but he wants people to come down there and you're not going to race him unless you got 200 bucks. He's not racing nobody for free. So um, I think maybe people, are, I don't, look, Brian's not into this scene. He's point blank told me. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's okay. Not everybody likes the street outlaws. Not everybody that has a car likes drag racing. True. Right? So not everybody should like this. It is a small crowd and it is, you know, kind of obscure, of the obscure. But if you went down there and raced up and down there, you know, for five hours, because I got there at one, racing started at two, and it went till five. You, you. I would just want people to feel that, yeah. and um, the only way you can do that is to go down there. And they're going to be going to Miami. It'll be ten nine. I know Steve's coming with five bikes. And now him and Tyrone are in a real feud. I am not feuding with either one of them. <laughs> uh, but those two are going at it. And Steve really, you know, he's already beat Tyrone. Yeah. But now he, now that he opened a variety of bikes, he's got riders. He wants to go down there. He's he's going to use his power to try to take down King Stake with you know, and I want to be there when it happens because I I want to do it the same day. 
it seems like a show. <laughs> it's just a, like a like a TV show we're all watching unfold slowly on the on Facebook. They asked me the night before. Tyrone said, "So what do you think is going to happen tomorrow?" I said, "Well, first I'm going to beat you for two hundred, <laughs> and then you're then you're gonna, then you're going to race me again to try to get it back, right?" He's like, "Well, if you beat me and my card falls off, I'm like, well, if I beat you, you want to race back?" He's like, "Yeah, I want to race back." So now I'm up four hundred. I beat you twice. And now I got to take on Poop Master. I take his four hundred dollars because he wants to win it all back, and I go home with eight hundred dollars. And they said that's a nice story. It ain't gonna be like- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 part of the game, dude. You got to talk that shit. You got to you got to feel confident in what you're doing. <laughs> but I think that's what's down there. I think there's a lot of people in the moped community ain't really up with that chit chat NBA shit talk. Yeah, I mean you don't have to. But that is down. It is raw. Like, hey, they the Miami was coming at the Keys, and there was a whole lot of uh, it was spirited, you know. And and the you know their nemesis were there. So the guy that wants to beat Poopmaster, he was there but didn't bring a bike. He just come to show up to see how fast they were going. And they've got the guns out. They got the guns out. They're got their. He knew how fast I was going. They got the guns out. Mm-hmm. So it's, I just, uh, Jason, you should get down there. It's, it's a, I'm glad I went. Let's just put it that way. I'm glad that I went. I'm so glad I went. I'm going back. And I haven't scheduled anything, vacation anywhere else. I mean, my friends think I'm crazy. My work thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> you know, my friends like, you know, like, oh my God, you're nuts. You're going 60 miles an hour on skis, 70 miles an hour on moped. You're 56 years old. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, you only live once. You know, and I'm just trying to have a good time. And and I really want to thank the Moped community. Like, everybody I've come in contact with, there really hasn't been many exceptions. Because anybody wants to get confrontational with me, if you haven't seen it, I just diffuse it. Like, yeah, you're right. Your yeah. bike sucks. I know. Yeah. You know, what, what am I going to do? Yeah. I got no time yeah. for that, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I got better things to do. But I just, I usually pretty submissive. Now, I did get chippy with some people and called them slick or, you know, something like that. But I'm not going to, you know, it's Facebook is forever. Yeah. Whatever I write down there is forever. So I'm not going to compromise my integrity over somebody that wants to call my bike slow. Yeah, yeah you're right. And it is slow. you over the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you invite me from your you know, wherever I won't want to insult them. Warriors. Yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't, and I don't know these people. So, and even like there's friend with crust that come in and it's hard to accept somebody. Like I've accepted a bunch of Tyrone's friends. Cause like I have them in common or you see people in common, mm-hmm. but there's like some rogue ones and I don't know who they are, you know, and I'm not political. I don't want to get political. I just keep it to mopeds and, and meeting people and taking in other people's perspectives. I mean, that's, could we just leave it at that? You know, yeah. I want to meet people. I want to meet you. I don't care where you're from or your color, your skin or who you voted for. I just want to meet you, you know? So that's all it is, man. And yeah. I'm just trying to be a good ambassador to you guys. You know, I'm trying to be, good to the community because you all welcome me in and look at the questions on like some of these pages I was asking a year ago. <laughs> it's pretty funny. You know, what this, the shit I was asking. 
you know, and people help me. So, I mean, that's just even, even having this conversation with you and like getting to know that like you, you haven't been in this long. You're not like some of these people, including myself, have been doing mopeds for 10 years or more and building bikes and doing all this stuff like with like clubs and groups and the whole cities and teams and, you know, people have been doing this stuff forever. And to have you like get into this and just want to race and want to like be a part of it and like buy bikes and enjoy it. It's like mopeds are for everyone. You don't have to like be the person doing the wrenching. You don't have to be, you know, 10 years deep to get, you know, to have fun with mopeds. I don't think so. I mean, some of the, that Derby that goes 35, the Derby variant TT that I bought that's stock. It's a pretty fun bike to ride and, and it's slow, you know, and I never thought I'd be happy doing that, but on that bike, cause I feel like it's a Cadillac. And I want people to see me on it. It's just weird. I, I, I like them all. I, I mean, it's hard to, you know, I'm not, I don't want to, like, people are like, when are you going to sell? You got 28 bikes, when are you going to sell? I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't feel like they're family members to me. You know, I I brought this bike back to life. Like, this was a piece of trash. Yeah. We wanted it. You know, it wouldn't run. I got I got a couple bikes, literally, in my whole collection. And Andrew was one of the first ones in uh, southern Indiana. He was the first one to give me a runner. He had a runner when I went there. I was like, oh, my God, this guy's different. And, uh, you know, but most of them, you know, the carb doesn't work. And what's the easiest way to fix these bikes? Throw another carb on there and they almost all run, you know, if, within reason. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's not, it wasn't, it, it wasn't that hard. And now what I've learned, Jason, from this build, mm-hmm. I can go back. There's incomplete builds. Like I went on to, I got an NC50. I didn't get a spark on. I got an NC50. I got a spark on. It wasn't enough. Um, there's partial. I just moved on. Cause I was just cranking bikes out, cranking bikes out. But now I can go back. And I'm like, man, cause I built this bike. Now I know what I'm doing on this bike. Yeah. You know? And so that's been, it's really been fun. The puzzle part of it and overcoming the obstacles and like falling down, yeah. you know, the falling down aspect and, you know, getting the information from somewhere, a lot of it being, you know, from the moped army source or, people I met through that or the actual page for the individual bike. That's, that's, then that where it is like communicating with other people to overcome obstacles and, and achieving that. I mean, that's, I who can't say that's not fun. Yeah. And that instant gratification you get from like making something work. Well, that's how it was. till this mongoose. Yeah. They were just throw this shit on there. <laughs> they fly. Mongoose. <laughs> Not that son of a bitch, the stubborn son of a bitch. I mean, today was the first day, but golly, I had a frustration. And Tyrone knew it. Yeah. Tyrone knew I was frustrated. He knew. I. We sat in that garage. He said, I knew you couldn't beat that me. But in October, that might have me a little bit more nervous because you got time. You didn't have time. Because I was telling him where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know, I made friends with him. We never text message much. It was all on Messenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I had to call Tyrone, he'd pick up. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, that, dude, he helped me tune my bike. 
So, you know, on the Makuni, you, uh, that screw, you turn out a half turn at yeah, a time. The, the air mixture. So I'm down there and I'm out one. He asked me like, where am I at? Like, Makuni. How many turns out am I? And I knew exactly what he was talking about. Uh, so as a half, but Ryan told me, go out one. He said, go out one and three quarter. And I said, okay. Well, then I beat Steve. It kind of ran a little bit better right there. And that's when he's saying, I tuned his carburetor for him. Now he's winning. <laughs> How you tell me to go out one and three turns? You, I mean, it's different than being over there working on it. Yeah. But I will say this, man, uh, I didn't put my TM24 back together properly. And when I took a little hit out in front of his house because I was like, screw it. You know, I got a, two or three beers in me. I got flip-flops on. Probably mm-hmm. the stupidest thing I'd done. I never run without a helmet. I didn't have a helmet on. I got flip box on. And I get back, and one of the screws is missing on my Makuni. It, mm. I don't have it. And uh, it's gone. And he, I said, Tyrone, uh, you got a Makuni 24? He's like, I got 24 and 28. What do you need? I'm like, screw. And he, dude, he put that shit on video and told me how he's like, my, you, you're broke, and I'm helping you. And it was just like the street outlaws where they help each other out. He did give me the screw to race him because he, well, he knew I was going to beat him. But, man, it was just like really good Southern hospitality by Tyrone and his folks. Yeah. I never felt, uh, look, I'm there wasn't that many white guys there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel threatened at all. I mean, I, I grew up in uh, the city of Columbus. That's how it was at my high school, you know. Um, and it was that's how it was there. And so it was, it was cool, you know. And I'm... I'm a better person because I went there. That's awesome. So, dude, I'm I'm really glad you came on, dude. I'm like pumped to hear your story and like and and the, and to get like just like another dose, another taste of like that Florida scene and like what's going on down there. It was cool, like when we when we first heard about it and we got Tyrone on and he got to tell us about their what they have going on now. But then to hear it from your perspective is is awesome because you get to see it from like a, a different point of view. Well, thanks for having me on. Get down there and take his money. If you got bikes that can get to sixty-one miles an hour and two hundred feet, two thousand or two thousand yards, excuse me, that's six hundred feet, six hundred sixty feet. That's get it, down guys. there and take his money. He's willing to bring your variated bikes down there. He's not going to run you on nitrous. You can bring. He won't run a variated bike on nitrous. You know, but you know, I if you want to run Cox. Cox airplane fuel, take his money. <laughs> I saw Zach from uh, Smog Squad. I'm putting you on blast, buddy. I know he was on that on that Florida group talking shit about coming out there with a 50 cc Mobucane, and I'm like, that's a that's a chance. I think a 50 cc French bike could take it. They're going to inspect whatever you bring because there's a guy down there that put 110 cc. They 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 know the difference. Yeah. So like if, if you're going to think you're going to throw a 100cc engine on a moped and go race Tyrone Stokes, he's not stupid, okay? Yeah. I mean, he has primitive methods on some things that we've seen, but he gets the job done. He knows what he's talking about. So it has to be a 50cc case. So Moby's, Pugos, Hobbies, whatever you got, Derby's, and as long as it doesn't have nitrous, he'll come take his money, he said. Let's see it, boys. Pull it together. Yeah. Yep. So. Dude, let's go over that date for uh, for everyone who doesn't know. If you want to get down there, October 9th. Nice. Miami. Miami. Yeah. October 9th. And I, I, when, when I say Miami, I'm guessing we're 
It'll be somewhere east towards the Everglades. I don't think it's going to be like, you know, in downtown South Beach. Let's put it that way. Yeah. If you've seen his race videos, but they don't get messed with down there. Mm-hmm. Like what we got broke up when they don't get broke up down there and there's less traffic where we're going to be going. The Keys guys can come up. It's between the Keys and Fort Lauderdale. That's the main three groups. There's some kids down in the Keys, the people in Miami and the people in Fort Lauderdale. So they want, they're going to race in Miami on October 9th. It's a Sunday. Yeah. I'm going to. So I want. When you, more details pop up, just message me, man. Let me know. I'll post yeah. it from our Instagram. I'll put, you know, I'll share it like on our Facebook group and stuff and, you know, try to help get the word out there. Yeah. I'm going to probably, after this podcast tomorrow, maybe I'll make an event because it's, it's locked in his page. He, he definitely wants people to go to his page and, hey, go over there, you know, and if you want to see these race videos, I didn't, I don't bother to post everything on, uh, I just feel like I'm clogging my moped army up, right? I, you know, with, or even the PA 50 page. So I've been more abusive about there and he has too. So if you want to see more of that craziness, you got to go to his private South Florida poop page. And that, the, and, that is, uh, for you, if you want to search it guys, it's South Florida pook moped racing backslash yeah. pook master and King snake. Yeah. And like I said, Hey, they're up to, 450 members in a really short period of time so i think that's you know positive but i'd like to get the event at the moped army and that way you know maybe somebody somebody like nick or i'm not saying ryan somebody like that somebody that's been in the hobbit game you know well i mean i would love to see uh tomahawk come over here and tomahawk i'm like i know tomahawk would put a bike together be tyrone he's not going to do it He's not coming over there, yeah. but somebody like that could go down there and and beat Tyrone because it's not just poops anymore. He's opened it up. I got him to open it up to variated bikes. So somebody take advantage of him, go down there and take his money. 50cc he, he, French bike. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Mongoose yeah. coming back for, for round two, <laughs> dude. You're going to get it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm all, I'm right now talking to Belgium about I'm at 110k. They're trying to get to me to 120 kilometers, and so dude, we're still working on the still working on the car before we work on the transmission. But, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate. Um, you know, I, I ain't really done nothing, but went down there on lost the race. But if I can shine a light onto you, you folks, then that's what I want to do because my experience has been so positive since since i had a moped yeah hell yeah uh where can everyone find you on uh on instagram craig scott 61 it's public uh i post there i got my family over there that's where my real friends are so just be careful about coming at me on there because you'll be blocked so my you know facebook is like friends forever yeah no drama (laughs) yeah facebook's i've got is all my family like friends i've had forever you know, from high school. And then it seems like Instagram is like more closer. You know, they're, they're my closer, my employees, you know, that, that work for me. They're for me, you know, so, um, I, I don't have a, in other words, I got like 900 Facebook. Cause they're not friends. I got like 900 Facebook friends and maybe like 250 Instagram friends. Yeah. But I post on Insta. I don't really like to post on Facebook. Probably because my high school friends are on there. You know, I don't know. 
<laughs> so, but yeah, you can find me at Craig Scott 61. Um, and I'm in, uh, I've really posted all my videos on Tyrone's. He's locked it down. Now, you know, he's made his private, he's made everything private. And so I do the majority of posting over there. Cause I just, uh, it's a bunch of smack talk. I mean, we are talking shit over there all the time. So if you don't want to see that, <laughs> that is the wrong place for you to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also know uh, there is a, a moped rally that's going to be in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. That's pretty close to you. And, oh, yeah. When's that? That's uh, in September. If you go to mopedarmy.com, it's on the front page. And uh, the Black Pipes Moped Club is throwing that. Are one. you going to Lancaster? Yeah, I'm going to be in Lancaster. We're going uh, it's next week or no, two weeks from now. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, come on out, man. Little camping rally. We're going to go ride mopeds with <laughs> with the Amish. I think Nick is going. It's dude, Squirrel seven one seven. Squirrel's a freak. Yeah, Squirrel with his wheelie game, dude. King. Like, no, hell, forget about his wheelie game. I mean, that motherfucker can fix anything. You got yeah. a broken air conditioner, broken condenser, broken freezer, broken yeah. brake, break, He'll come over and fix me. That guy got a mean set of tools. Oh yeah, certified uh, AC. Uh, oh uh, man, mechanic, dude. Like I don't know that guy, but I'm a I'm a huge fan. Oh, he's good. Like how can he all do? Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean that what he does on a moped and a Sportster. I showed my Harley friends that shit. They're like, "No way!" I'm looking at this guy. Yeah, he's wheel. got a Sportster. It's wheel a Sportster. Yes. Yeah. Any, any bike. You know, he's officially any bike gang. You put him on any bike, he can wheelie it. Look, as long as it's got a back I got, I got friends following him. Don't have nothing to do with nothing. They just. I turned them on to him. I said, follow this guy. They're like, why? I'm like, go, go look what he does to a moped. Follow. <laughs> <laughs> wheelies on moped. Oh, so. it's, it's exciting to like, I've had times where we were, we were in New York City uh, two years ago before the pandemic went to the, the Upjet Moped Club rally. We're downtown New York City and I'm like riding two feet from Squirrel wheeling beside me in Times Square. <laughs> wow. Like epic. Like he's, it's awesome. <laughs> I lived in Harrisburg for a year and a half. I lived in Buffalo for 21. Mm -hmm. That's why Trevor Moped McGrath and I have some friends in common. Yeah. And I've been down here in this area for seven. Nobody down here is riding. Uh, the guy, there's a guy over here from Louisville that needed a part off a of Hobbit. I sent it to him. He's like, what do I owe you? I'm like, you don't owe me anything. He couldn't believe I sent him something for free. Yeah. So I know there's like some guys here and then the local, I guess, Toledo. There's some guys up in Toledo, right? The zeros, the zeros, yeah. So they're up there. I know they're up there. I think Kalamazoo has some scene going on. I don't know if they still do. Yep, Kalamazoo moped riders. Uh, Chad Brooks has a huge warehouse full of probably 500 mopeds. Uh, yeah, 1977 mopeds is up there. The uh, yeah. Decepticons moped club is there, which was actually the original moped army branch, like moped army. Yeah, I don't know, in yeah. I know there's some good guys, not to know good guys. You know, like don't deal with these people, deal with these people. But yeah, I know, I know they're there, and I think that's pretty much. Maybe I'll because I think Nick uh, had said something. He might go down there, and maybe well, that that might be a event. Even Ryan would go to Lancaster. Yeah. I'm just looking to go somewhere where I can meet a bunch of you guys all at once, so I'm you know I can meet everybody individually. Yeah, man. You know. Um, but it sounds like, you know, maybe I'll be at that Lancaster. Well, holler me, dude. If you are, we'll fucking we'll grab a slice or, you know, hang out, kick it. 
yeah, maybe I can keep up with you guys' bikes now. You got you got a few that can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I can hang out with you guys at a, you know, you're not, you're not, I'm not in the back. So, yeah, man, it's all good. Sick. I appreciate you, uh, you know, your show and what you're doing, and you know, thanks for, you know, for interviewing me. Yeah, dude, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Like I said, I'll, I'll have it out tomorrow, and I'll uh, I'll tag you and send you some links and stuff. And I'll, uh, right. I'll use that. Uh, I'm, I'll use that picture from when you were 14 getting that brand new Badavis. Yeah, man. My mom and dad got divorced, and uh, you know that's an apartment. You know, I went from my house to apartment, and uh, my older friend had a moped, and that thing was 475, maybe 500, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was at the local bike shop, and I saw that thing, and I didn't know I'm Italian. I didn't know that at the time. Another, another long story. But man, I, I remember seeing that and him bringing it home. I remember the smell of that. Like that red Rutabas was like, man, you know. And I wanted to feel like that. That's why I went looking for it. Like my dad's not around, hasn't been around since I was 19. He, he died. And and that's what's led me to now. So the fact that I had that moped in that time, then I went and looked for it, just snowballed into this, into this hobby that I love and it's and I think a lot of people think you're crazy when you're like moped you know why not a motorcycle I'm like well I can't I don't quite know what I'm doing so I just want a bicycle with a motor on it you know (laughs) so but it's it's been awesome just meeting other people that like the same thing when we don't have anything in common you know what do me and Tyrone have in common mopeds mopeds man mopeds we like going fast on mopeds yeah yeah. It's, a, it's a cool way to bond, dude. The fact that you can bond over something so simple, like mopeds bring people together. Yeah, I love it. I'm, I mean, it's, I'm hooked till I die. You know, I'll be the guy that has the honey hole. Like, yeah, old Craig Scott died, that some bitch. He's got like 55 mopeds. <laughs> like, get after like, who's going to get his mopeds? We got to get up there and buy his shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be like the Jay Leno of mopeds. Yeah, my will's got to just like leave like a like a like a list for my wife on like you know here's how you get rid of all these bikes here's what they're worth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just been uh, it's been a great ride. I know it's not over. The best is yet to come. You know, I'm going to get faster, and I'm just going to meet more people. And when I meet more people, I'm just become a better person because of it. And I'll I'll help out whoever I can. I just you know look me up i'm click on my name send me a message and if i can help you i will hell yeah so all right brother all right man thanks dude. i appreciate it yeah you have a good one all right take care jason later here dude craig scott old old ohio craig got the mongoose man yeah thank you guys for listening sorry about the power outage interruption that was a little tricky um was trying to get uh, Wizards on this week to, you know, a little bonus episode, talk about the rally. We kind of didn't get it done, so we're going to try again for this week. So hopefully I'll get you guys some more information on the upcoming Wizards rally. Uh, check it out. It's on Moped Army on the front page. Um, yeah, dude. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. If you want to support us, just uh, share it, like it, you know, leave us an Apple review or something. And, yeah, guys, uh, fuck your car. Ride a Moped.
So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? I don't know, like touch a flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Oh boy! Wah, wah, wah. You fucking blew it! <laughs>